Shut the fuck up. Welcome to Michelle Halloween's second episode of Moon Cycle. This time, I'm really excited because I have my girl, my goddess, my mommy, my mistress, one of my best fucking friends, my pooping sister, <laughs> Linda, better known as Fava and Kianzi on Instagram. Holy shit. Uh, do you know how exciting this is to have you on this podcast? As Every man in the world is going to die <laughs> of epic boner. And woman as well, I would hope. <laughs> now, Linda's kid rocking this episode because she happened to man uh, figure out how to bust three microphones, I want to say. It's kind of what I do. It's kind of what I do. She busts the nuts. <laughs> so let's talk about how the hell did you and I come to meet each other. It's insane. Um, you know, people shun. We were just talking to a gentleman about how social media is just not good for people. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a good thing. And from what I remember, we were talking, it was the food episode where Rick Creeper was on the Phantom Carriages. Mary Misery was on that too. Oh yeah. Um, that oh. episode where they were featured on some food channel. And I'm thinking, I want to eat food there. And you commented about food, and then I'm like, damn, who is this fucking Fava and Chianti? First of all, her handle is epic. Thank you. I mean, Thank and of course, you. if you know Silence of the Lambs, you know what Fava and Chianti is. And just a little funny memory, a little story on my end, I recall being on my beanbag, and I was conversating with you about brownies. Food. <laughs> Our relationship started with food. Imagine that, guys. Imagine that. <laughs> and Chuck comes up, drunken sailor. He's like, who are you talking to now? And I'm all this hot ass chick on Instagram. And I showed him your picture and I'm all, and the first thing he said was, dude, her handle is epic. And I'm like, right? I had a total fucking crush on you. I still do. <laughs> and it can be, uh, there are witnesses to when I actually invited you to the house for Friendsgiving and you actually showed up. You were like, I'm on my way. Drunken sailors like you're really inviting random strangers to my house, seriously. And look at us now. But I had such a huge crush on you. I still do. But it was like meeting, going on a first date. Like, oh shit, I have to look okay. And Death Breath called me out. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah, I do. I, oh, this is all very good. Friendsgiving. It is, it is a very, very beautiful thing because, yes, um, we did, the internet can be a very, very toxic and bad thing. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. We, we can't fist cause, <laughs> <laughs> because yes. you like, no, the game has not changed, right? Because we going to cuss. Unfiltered and strong woman I, and open I, I and like, say whatever the fuck you want to say. Taste, like something's going to happen. So, okay, good. Now that I know, like, okay, we said our things. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a, a, a beautiful, wonderful clusterfuck. Right. <laughs> A catastrophe ballet, if we will, Christian death. I would. Oh. Yes, but um, anyhow, so it's been an actual wonderful thing. Like our our soul tribe did resonate around um, Rick Creeper, mm -hmm. which is an he an amazing cat, an amazing cat. Um, Do you think he knows God. the relationships and the things that he's done for people? I, I don't think you know. Like I've never personally. <clears throat> Ever Sorry, like, you make my breath you know. <laughs> just 
capture my breath in my oh, throat all I, the time. And I just want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like it, it's so funny because he is actually the uh, the the cornerstone for a lot of things mm-hmm. that that have happened, a lot of relationships that have happened, and. Um, even though, you know, like I've never, I've never said anything, but like, you know, on my IG live yesterday, like, you know, I did like, you know, I give, I gave my penance and I gave my life, my, my propers, but, um, because of somebody like him, he was able to tie in so many things Mm -hmm. like my soul tribe, which is like you, the spooky squad, because of, um, essentially like you and, um, death breath. Like, that, yes. that is how it all just culminated into this. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, world. <laughs> Fuck you, world. Like, yeah, and we give no fucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a beautiful energy. It's always been a beautiful energy. From the moment that, just say, uttering Fava and Chianti, just the moment that we talked, it was an instant connection. And, you know, like I said, Drunken Sailor gives me shit all the time. He's like... You're always on the phone and you, who are these people? And look at us. If it weren't for Instagram and Rick Creeper, I really hope you know, Rick, if you actually listen to my stuff, how much you've been um, the foundation for so much stuff. And it was simply because he just decided one day, fuck it, I'm just gonna do what I want. And we followed suit and he created, that's why I asked him in my interview, this is not about Rick though. This this is about us. No, this is about us. This is about us. We're just gonna give like, we're, we're just going to give, like, credit where credit is. Exactly. Paid. If it weren't for Rick, we wouldn't be sitting here so right just, now. Like, much love, like, Creeper, dude. Like, fuck yeah, dude. Just, oh, dude. Love you, it. You, you fucking rock, and, and, and thank you for that. You're a hero amongst uh, heroes. And the, and the death breath, dude. Death breath was also another glue that bonded us. Like, um, that is also a weird thing. Like, because um, death breath and I, like, okay, so, like, due to the trickle-down effect, like, I um, then became friends with Death Breath. Mm-hmm. Death Breath and, and I, we started growing out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, you guys so, talked about food well, you know, and, and being gym rats. Fuck yeah, dude. Gym bats. Gym bats. Gym bats. Gym bats. <laughs> we got this fuck. But that's the thing. is like, um, you know, with Death Breath and I, like, we just, um, we, we hit it off. And the thing that, like, flipped the the, the whole thing was like when I had posted something and I hadn't hit my hundred yet. I had hit my 80. I hit my 80 pounds down. Like that was like, my Oh yeah. Head. Like I, I hit 80 pounds. Like I was like, dude, and, and not, not without, you know, like, dude, it was like blood, sweat and tears. Like, Oh yeah. Your journey is insane. My journey is fucked. like it's insane. Fucked. Yeah. It was, it was fucked. Like I basically, so I lost a hundred pounds, but 80 pounds into it. Um, like I posted like my like fuck yeah motherfuckers like look what I did look what I did <laughs> look what I can do look what I can do that's my best like Mad TV Stuart voice I don't know <laughs> but um, <laughs> so that, that was my shit and then um, and DB commented on it and he was like yeah fuck yeah dude like fucking hats off isn't that insane how those and then it's instant friendship oh yeah death breath is addictive at best like oh. he's just so addictive and he's so much fucking fun DB is is that's and that's, he's such a sweetheart you know oh like that's my boy. yeah right that it's is, like he's like my little brother that's oh how i God. feel dude first of all everybody's my fucking little brother because like, we're the old squad. ones yeah oh. 
Well, I'm younger well, than you by like why you a few like weeks. That? I'm just why, saying. Why, why I'm just saying we're the one, but no. do you notice how we're the, the seasoned ones. we're the se we're, we're the most we're the fun in the group too. You guys are all fun. <laughs> you guys are all fun, but we don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. We're no, the ones that obviously. just don't care. Yeah. Remember when um, we were at Taco Zone and my wig flew off from you, and you started taking your weave off, um, and then we just kind of just stepped on them, yeah, yeah. and and Mr. Jayla was like, oh shit. What is the problem here? That's kind of the beauty about <laughs> about the energy of um, the Spooky Squad. So, a lot of people do ask about like, okay, so we, we we kind of have a reputation about just being kind of we're fun, dude. Oh yeah, we're fun. We're fun. We're horny. We're weird. And we don't hungry. care. And we're always hungry. Hungry for everything. But um, that, that's the beautiful energy about all of that. And I think that um, there was somebody, see, because I had actually ingested um, some, some brownies that I didn't know were laced. <laughs> I did want to talk about this. But, um, so I, I, I did talk about that last night. You did, oh but I need more. I need an elaboration. Okay. So we'll, we'll backtrack. But um, there are people there that were, like, um, apparently like people of people in the horror community and i'm still kind of new to this shit you know like and, and i've always been a lurker but but again like a like a novice lurker so when i was at taco zone blastito and there were people there and i'm fucking snatching weaves like literally like wig snatch literally <laughs> literally like i throw her shit to the ground i throw my shit to the ground and um and i feel like we just stepped on him a little bit and just we, we, we were eating there was there was there was taco fucking pieces. I don't know. It, it's weird, but that is that's that's the beauty of everything. It's that everything is so it's so fluid and it's such a cluster. And it's so fucked. But we have, you know, my favorite part of that night was in the truck singing "Goodbye Horses" with you guys. Oh, remember that? And Chuck goes. Oh no, I can't tell this story. Um, oh yeah. No, we're, we'll leave that part out. But I'm it's, just saying. Maybe we shall leave um, that. No, 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 no. You don't know what I was going to say. The premium. Yeah. We we will take donations. No, we won't. I'm like, wait. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're selling feet pictures for extra where's money. Where's my safe word? Where's my safe word? Red, yellow, or green? A banana shake. Fuck. We're talking about safe words. But let's talk about the fact that you say we, we have this fluidity. We just have fun. The first night that we hung out, you ended up. I remember again, Chuck, but drunken sailor was like, you invited this stranger to our house. I'm like, yeah. deal with it. Right. You two ended up talking for hours yeah. over hundreds of cigarettes while I was on the couch because I was crossfaded as fuck. Cause I couldn't move. Yeah. Couldn't move for a couple hours. I had to chill out. So I just sat there and just chilled Cause I was like, fuck. And then, so you end up spending the night and I'm going, dude, this chick is fucking everything I wanted her to be and more. But the first time we really partied in public together was the speakeasy. Oh, fuck. Uh, the Rated R <laughs> Christmas speakeasy. There. We have to go there. That was not the but first night. No, was it? No, we got drunk the very first night. We're no, always... no, no, no. We had Rob Zombie night before. Oh, speakeasy. shit. Oh, shit. Oh, what the fuck? We always have to bring up the Rob Zombie night, but we are going to talk about your edible story because, <laughs> in fact, we're going to talk about that first. Last night on your live chat, which was, I've never spent 
so much time on a lot. It was like having a party. Four hours, dude. But I was on my couch with my iPad and I was, I unleashed the Kraken. I'm still finishing this bottle off tonight. Hair of the dog. Just saying, but that was the funnest fucking live podcast. But you brought up the fact that you yeah. don't do weed yeah. because, for example, the night that you had um, some brownies that were laced with pot is how I'm going to say it. The devil's lettuce. Those brownies were lit though, dude. She dude. put snicker nuggets in that shit, dude. I ate them all the next day. It was so good. So but I'm a seasoned edible eater. I swear this will but you, transpire. You did not say a word. Oh, sorry. I'm loud. You did not say a word about it took you, you were high for three days. Oh, you yeah. played it off well. I had no clue yeah. you were high for three days. I was, I was fucked. Because you didn't know that you had, but I remember you're, you're like, what do you mean? These are weed yeah, It was, it was bad. So, so, you know, like there are folks that are probably going to listen here that weren't on my IG live, which was an absolute shit show. It was lit, dude. I had so much <laughs> Four fun. Four hours of absolute fucking debauchery, David Hasselhoff style eating burritos. And I think he fucking... showed up on there at some point. We had some... <laughs> I, I had cupcakes. I don't even know how many cupcakes I had. But anyways. Um, um, Where did those cupcakes even come from? You um, made them? Linda makes some bomb-ass cupcakes, by the way. Those weren't my cupcakes. Those those were gifted. Oh, okay. Those were gifted. If if I made them, I would not eat them because I don't. Anyways, that, that's, another, that's another weird thing. I don't like to eat my own cooking. It's a, a sensory saturation kind of thing. Uh, your food is bomb, though. Oh, Just FYI. You. I'll eat your food anytime. No. <laughs> what? Did I see that? <laughs> <laughs> His face. She may or not be speaking from experience. Um. <laughs> anyhow, so uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, but, no, we're talking about weed brownies. <laughs> yes, weed brownies. So um, those, those, those horrible, delicious things. So everybody knows how much I love to eat. I, oh, I dude. Think, like, if you don't know oh, me, dude. It, it, this is my first. That's how we met. It's oh, about food. It, it, it is always about food. Like, I love eating. I, I think you food. like it more than I do, though. <sighs> I can't eat as much as you, which is insane. Because I, I eat a lot. You do eat a lot. I do. I love to eat food, but I can't eat as much as you, which is weird. Remember Friendsgiving, dude? We were like, holy fuck, dude, she's still she keeps dude, going back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did get a lot of like, <laughs> and this is my like first time over and like meeting certain people. Uh, you gave no like, fucks, dude. Yeah, That's no, what I no, loved dude. about you. Fuck no. There's food. Wait, we like, keep doing this. This is how we, this is why we spend four hours on Instagram live. Weed brownies. You don't do weed. Mm -mm. Okay. So I don't do weed. I, I, I can do weed. In a very controlled environment, and then if the weed is like, let's say, homegrown, or if it's it's subtle, like my mother grows weed. Oh yeah, you watch my mom. Yeah. My little, <laughs> so my cute. little four foot ten. She's so adorable. My little four foot ten, like tight mom. She's she's an absolute doll. Yeah, she grows weed, and you know, like, but it, you know, that's the thing. Like, I I'm 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 40 years old. Like, there is a different vibration. There's a different fucking energy with that weed. Like, weed, like, it is strange. Group. But weed, like, from when we were doing shit yeah, yeah. versus, like, weed now. It's is, very complicated. It's a, it's a different beast. Like, I don't understand I, I it. I, oh my God. I'm so like, like, it looks like I'm doing crack, but I'm not doing crack. I'm smoking weed. Right. That's, 
I'm sorry, white people, but that's white people shit. Oh, I, I watch I mean, this shit on Netflix. It's white people shit. I'm just, and I'm half, so I can't say it. It's white people shit. Yeah, no, we're, we're safe. We can actually say white people shit without, like... Because apparently it's not cold. Anyway, so... Fuck. Dabs. Fuck. It looks like earwax. I fucking hate everything. <laughs> but I really do like edibles. And because I, my lungs, I, I feel like, do you remember those MTV commercials with the baby lungs? I don't even, you know, I'm a, I'm a seasonal cigarette smoker, so... I don't think my lungs are fucked, but inhaling is not my thing so like i have a hard time so don't sit here i can smoke a joint it'll take me a minute i don't want to try no dabs i don't have the lung capacity for bongs i can't do all that stuff and now they're smoking things that look like crack yeah but you have issues with edibles but you also ate a lot of them (laughs) so So, which is never okay yeah so We're just going to fucking streamline this shit right here and let y'all know, like, I... Okay, so when I go out to drink, anybody that has never met me or met my fucking squad, like, when we go, we go hard. Um, especially if we're drinkers, if we're eaters, if even if we're we're, we're straight edge and, and book whatever we do, we fucking roll hard as fuck. We close shit down. We, we, we do definitely do that. We make messes. We are a horrible horrible but it's beautiful it's a gorgeous energy but the thing is is that okay so my ass like i love to drink like my i will fucking i, I will drink until fucking drink is no more i will close it down i'll mm-hmm. open it up i will not smoke because that shit is just not for me i am so no, and that happens i'm, I'm craig i am craig on friday <laughs> like my shit is just like what no, like do but the bottle and then I'm also out of Nicole Smith when I fucking smoke. Or I don't I do recall anything. this, though. What did you do? How okay. did you behave? So, I don't know. So, so I had a flask in my little flat titty. Oh, yeah. That was cute. That yeah, pearly cute. thing. I had, a, I had a little flask. Yeah. I, I can't have a big old flask. Because like, I can fit four in mine. Two, four. And, and this is my this is my go-to girl. Like, Three. dude, like, we just... the You know, like, that beer hat that people wear? Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, basically, we just... We just... We just Put that Best shit wallet, the fucking scotch or vodka. I've put whole bottles. Yeah, dude, you're, in these motherfuckers. You're, you're, you're the pregame fucking queen. I will never reduce them because they serve so many purposes. <laughs> They're like multi-use. <laughs> oh, that's. I I can't I can't I'm just like saying. my my brain is just okay okay. Oh, she can drink. <laughs> you can drink. You're I, beautiful. You spent that whole night just drunk and you were just I did, in love. I, I, you I brought in 2020 beautifully. It was, I socially networked with so many amazing fucking people. She had a dude carry her to the vehicle and he did a cartwheel. And that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen oh. since Gary Oldman's Dracula. Dude, like, he was, and, and so he cute. Was, authentic. Oh yeah, he was so happy. You made him really happy. He was. You were Mary, Mary, you were Mary Misery's first kiss of 2020. Oh, Mary. Oh. It was a beautiful night. Where did you turn? When did you eat the brownies? So, <laughs> that's the fucked up thing. So, we're getting ready to, like, go out. And, um, you know, like, it was already to the point where it was like, okay, everybody was, everybody's fucking lit, dude. Like, it's, yeah, we were it's all done. It, it, it's done. Um, like, yeah, just stick a fork in everybody, even the sober fucks, mm-hmm. like everybody's fucked. So at that point, that is where somebody, I don't, I still don't know who, 
handed me a bag, a plastic like, bag full of food. Okay, now She's everybody knows. Yeah, right. Everybody knows, like, fat ass fucking Linda is gonna fucking she eat She's gonna eat it. <laughs> and that's what I did. I didn't know that there was. Okay, even though I like, I know, like, everybody in our squad, we we all we all dabble and shit. Um, but I didn't think, like, in all honesty, because in my fat in my fat brain, I was just thinking like, oh, I'm hungry, I just got. I got to have some food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a fucking Japanese anime cartoon. Like all of a sudden. <laughs> So like, and I don't even fucking like sweets like that. I like I get my sweets off booze, dude. But dude, fucking rubies, ass. Dude, that bitch can cut. Fucking chef ruby red. Wow, you sexy fuck. I um there because everybody always asks me whenever I repeat the story is like, why didn't you smell pot? Why didn't you taste pot? Because like, a culinary chef made them. Because my fucking red is <laughs> a fucking motherfucker that's why dude like i got two reds in my life mandy and fucking ruby, ruby. both in my fucking squad and those brownies i'm a little oh. upset that you ate those because those were for drunken sailor's birthday which means half of those were mine well dude do not act like i did not repay you later that night you did okay so and your man so both y'all <laughs> don't act like y'all didn't get your shit it's true so, even though even though, you know, it was made for you to consume. I consumed other things. We still had fun. Yeah. We all still had fun. I had tacos <laughs> that night. And apparently... You gave me a really spicy taco that night. Like, one of your tacos was spicy as fuck. Oh, well, dude, because that's how I roll. Damn. It's, you know, soy Thailandesa. Thailand Mexican. Uh, oh, oh we got to tell our chola stories, too. Chola stories? We, this is how don't we talk, so just deal with the moon cycle. <laughs> very, very... What is moon cycle about? Open-ass females being real. If yeah. you're not used to such openness, you can go fuck yourself. That's my disclaimer. And let so, me watch. Bottom point, the point is, Linda doesn't do weed. Linda also doesn't do Claritin and wine, and we'll get to that. But first, before I forget, because I will, because I'm already turned. <laughs> you and I bond over so many shit, over, over so much shit. Yes. We have so much in common. Like, I think this morning we were texting each other, talking, and I said, dude, I'm naked taking a shit right now. And you're like, dude, I'm doing the same thing. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like, literally. And I know I smelled like Kraken booze and like fuck. As, as I so. smelled like Jameson uh, all and burrito. All me. Oh wait, I I learned this from from my thing is solo so, carne, solo carne, sole carne. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I had a burrito remember. today that did not match what yours looked like last night. And I really miss tacos on right now. Oh my god. So. We were discussing how in all of my phases of trying to find myself in junior high, I watch Mi Vida Loca. See how white I say that? Mi Vida Loca. So, and I lived in Pomona and I'm like, dude, Mexicans are so fucking cool, dude. I want to be Hispanic. I want to be fucking Hispanic. And I, most of my friends are Hispanic. And then I had like legit, I had some little boys that were cute that were like cholos. 
And I'm like, okay, dude, I love Hispanic culture. So for two whole weeks, I legit tried being a chola. Two weeks. I remember there was this fucking truck, dude, it was lowrider, it was purple, and he had gold rims, and he was a chola, and he would just drive back and forth. And is he, he must have been an adult, because he was like, it was like a schedule. Oh, but I remember. He was, he was just fucking, he was cruising. <laughs> he was cruising in his Wait, low rider purple truck with gold where rims. Where was he cruising at? In front um, of your school? No, in front of my house, dude. Oh, in front of my school? No, in front of my house, because I lived on a busy street, San Antonio oh, and Pomona. Oh. Oh, so, okay. so he was, but he, I had a really cool front porch, so I'd spend a lot of time out there. So, you know, these are things that, you know, I used to be embarrassed telling them, I don't give a fuck. But yeah, I was a chola for two weeks. I wanted to be Hispanic. I still love Mexican. I love to eat Mexican food. I think Mexican men are the fucking hot, or any type of Hispanic men are the that, fucking that, hottest. That, 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 that beard, though. What beard? When, when they do the beard or the or whatever you want to fucking call it. I, think that's I just love when you speak Spanish and you say it like Mr. Jayla when he says tacos. Dude, fuck Damn, you. did you him and Rico I'm when sorry, they say sister. taco? Damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my little girl. But in all honesty, when anybody says tacos. I mean, I do get wet. I mean, when Batty says tacos, when Rika says tacos. When Batty cusses me out in Spanish, low-key, I'm scared, but I'm also a little like... Okay, because Batty is a fucking horse, dude. Batty, ba Batty... Batty's please. a chola. Batty, Batty fucked me up my 40th, dude. Batty bruised my butthole. But I love Hispanic <laughs> culture, so it was just really funny, but... Like, legit, I just... I, to this day, sometimes I'm wondering, why did I not end up with... An Hispanic man, but then Drunken Sailor will sit there and his Hispanic comes out when we're anytime we order food, I oh. make him do it because it comes out in him, even though he doesn't have a lick of Hispanic in him, he can role play it. And oh, you know, when that's, that's what you got, that's what you got. And it's like, yeah. what? Well, you know what? Chuck is the best of both <laughs> fucking worlds. That, I'm that, like, that is Jack beauty. of all trades. Yeah. Oh, he wears many, many hats. He wears a, um, Sarafe, he wears like, and he also agrees that white people are the worst sometimes so oh, it's dude, we're, when he's we're as white as they can we're kind of fucking shitty <laughs> but well, we're gonna I talk about that. your story about being a chola when you're thai and white oh motherfucking like let's let's roll and dude. then uh, how fucking hood you can get too oh damn dude so oh. legit <laughs> you grew up in what inglewood i grew up in inglewood i was in uh, party crew. I never, I never got jumped into a gang. Neither um, did I. I. I did. I mean, I was, I was like there, borderline. But um, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'm a little, I got a little, I got a little rough around my edges. But in all honesty, like that, that was a, a weird fucking thing. Like when I grew up in in Inglewood, like I was still a little bit of a baby. So there was that. When I grew up in Long Beach, when I grew up in Boyle Heights, it was always um, it was always at a, at a weird cusp in my life. But I did I was in a party crew. Oh shit! Did you know that? Oh shit! Oh, it doesn't shit. surprise me. But oh dude, oh <laughs> oh man, yeah, we could talk party crew all day every day. And I, I just was, and I was in East LA. Oh uh, shit! During uh, not the most of the heyday because I I came in and it was like ninety five to um 97 
I want to say. And like the real hard hitting party crew time was like, damn. But I, I was still like, like I was on Fox 11 News. Like there was, oh yeah, dude. I was, I was a, I was a sticky thing. I love her. But still just. A li- with a little bit of a twist a skanky thing with a little bit of well a we all have our dark side and we'll get into that too but it's just insane how where have you been my whole life <laughs> waiting for you my dear <laughs> i feel like you're like just this extension of me we have the same phases we have what what did what did i get i think we talked about what did i get the most out of my chola phase i can draw some fucking eyebrows Fuck. You just fleek, and they've had fleek. they've had many many Ooh, faces damn. of their own and their eyebrows. Eyebrows have faces. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like I, I didn't learn to draw eyebrows really well for the last couple of years because my eyebrows were like they're beautiful. Oh, my eyebrows dude, are fucked. Dude, fuck, this, take a sip. Let's like, go have a cigarette. Can we? Can we just like focus in on my eyebrows because my eyebrows are on fleek now. They're gorgeous. But I'm making up for lost times because my shit was horrible. Mine was too, but it, they look good at the time. It was the time. Let's go have a cigarette. No. no my shit and we're going to go back to eyebrows. Oh, we're, we'll do this shit. Let's uh, talk eyebrows. Give me Chola a cigarette. Talk. Chola talk. <laughs> <laughs> we have issues. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back from our cigarette break and talking about cholas and being cholas that's the nice thing about you know women like us linda we can go through many phases until you know we find ourselves and i think at one point you're just like fuck i am who i am we were talking about the whore community and your horror babe um you're not prepared for this question but you brought up something the other day that directly re- relates to horror because uh hello horror whores we are um you what was the first horror movie you ever saw i I feel like this is how it brought up the first horror movie you saw in into its completion would have been new york ripper um that was the first one i mean i i would catch glimpses off of um the exorcist Mm -hmm. that's why my bro cap that i always wear like that your pazuzu my my pazuzu and and that shit like resonates and is a beautiful beautiful thing because that is something that the exorcist yeah because that's something that first of all like it 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 introduced me into horror um but also there there was something that was uh, a bond between my father and i my father and i had a wonderful relationship with horror. We would go to drive-in theaters. We would go to um, like sit in movies. Like it was, it was just uh, the the VHSs. Like oh my god. So Michelle and I are the same age, and um, I, I I think that a lot of a lot of um, folks that are within our circle are they're a lot younger same age oh, they're yeah. younger than us okay there, there might be like, but they're sure they're not. they're wise souls yeah ish but there was, <laughs> there was something that was so magical when you walked in especially into a mom and pop shop vhs which were like that shit was like a dime a dime right? dozen before and 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 you would walk through like and, it, and there was something so magical the cover art is what got you yes because it wasn't like today where you're saturated with so we have much so many stuff. choices like, where it doesn't even need cover art it no doesn't need that kind of artistry but back then like vhs beta um laser disc everything's cover art it really did make or break what the fuck you did 
And so um, something that even like as like a little baby fava, you know, like going through, like I still vividly remember, very, very vividly remember, like going with my dad and um, picking <coughs> out a movie and I would always pick out like, horror. I, I, yeah, I had, well, I had two choices. My dad would let me, cause we could do it for 48 hours. And so, um, one, one movie, it was always the same. It was always Annie. And then the other one was, um, Sleeping Beauty. Oh, fuck. So I always had, I always had my one, like something that like, just kind of tethered me down <coughs> to being like a kid, even though both of them were kind of. They had their they, they had their dark little pockets. Oh, of course. For sure. But um, but then like the other ones, and, and my dad would let me, even though like my mom was like let a blind eye, and my dad would like give her money to like call home to Thailand while we were watching our 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 full tea and, doing <laughs> our, and doing our dirt, and um, and it, that's when we really got to do. All, uh, and and my dad was always very um. He's always very vigilant about sex. That Ooh. was the one thing, was that I would have to put the, the cover over my eyes when it came you to too. sex. Yes, but of course it was like, Linda, put the blanket over your eyes. And of course I picked the, the crocheted ass fucking <laughs> I'm dying right now because legit, <laughs> we live the same fucking life. I have one of those blankets from my childhood upstairs that I would use right. so I could watch the sex right. scenes in between it was the, one. the tri the the diamonds. It was the ah, mom and dad. Ah. <laughs> I watched the put sex. The, the, I watched it all. Put the put the blanket. Sorry, I got loud put again. The blanket over your eyes. No, it was like <laughs> meanwhile, shit. I'm looking like the we hamburger the same on this motherfucker. Damn life, dude. dude My yeah. dad was the one that got me into horror, whether he knows it or not. Um, he showed me. He, I've told this story hundreds of times, and I'm not going to go into it again. But he was the one who showed me the Exorcist because uh, I thought I was a badass. Oh, and he goes, I don't even souls. like. So to the to this day, he he's the one who got me into Beetlejuice and Batman. Oh, yeah. So it's actually your fault, Dad, that you showed me these movies, yeah. and I became obsessed with them. So and my grandma, but it's funny because my dad was the one who took us to the movie store. Right. So right. again, it's like. Holy shit, are you my, like, Asian yeah. doppelganger? I, I am definitely Asian doppelganger. <laughs> because I'm the black girl, but you have on those big old ass earrings. I, I am kind of... Oh, wait, I do too today. Because <laughs> I dressed you. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did my makeup. <laughs> what a good little girl. So, anyhow, um, but yeah, you know what? It, it is funny, and I, I think that that is something that, like, can actually resonate with a lot of things with... Um, girls our age or guys mm -hmm. our age is that um, when we were kids there was always somebody whether it was a fucked up weirdo uncle a fucked up weirdo father <laughs> cover your an eyes auntie whatever the fuck a neighbor a babysitter but there was somebody <clears throat> that actually parlayed our shit into the horror community and um it because it was such a big it was it was a big beautiful thing it, it was such a it's not like things are today things are like like i said earlier with the overly saturation Ooh. like everything is there's so much of anything that you want in this day and age but but back then there was a there was a beauty it was a it, there was nuances and um 
there was always there was always that somebody that like could actually transition you and get you into it yes and it, and it wasn't it wasn't like a, a creepy weird thing like in all honesty like my my father like dude that is my king forever all day every day like dude that my my dad is my dude that that is my everything and um, he's the one who got me into horror and uh, we went to drive-in theaters together we would like it and that was the beauty we would like go to the hawthorne we would go to you know um, gardena it was it was absolutely glorious and we eat chicken throw this shit up the fucking you know we watch killer clowns from outer space like all all this shit like dude it was it was absolutely beautiful and i and i, and I love that i absolutely love that because he also helped me develop um, the appreciation not only for sci-fi and horror but he he helped me like develop that bond Ooh. and to give it to um, my next generation my youngin when I, but see when I did that with my kid we came out in a different age where I could actually show her like okay look baby girl this is this is makeup artistry this is Tom Savini this is green screens this is what we do so like I was able to um, give her a different element whereas to when we were kids it was more just like this is fucking horror yeah. we know don't know who made it but we like it fuck yeah dude that's great it was pure imagination it's yeah. like who can shit and I love it and I want more yeah although my dad did show me um, as, as a is a kind of like a this isn't reality thing mm -hmm. um, he did show me like a liaison movie which is called psychos in love psychos in love if you have not seen psychos in love which my dad and i saw in the movie theaters and rented this like all the time was this a sid nancy movie? no that was just sid no, nancy no 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 psychos in love was okay basically it was it was a it was another b movie mm -hmm. where they would do they would do like basically everything that you expect from an 80s you know like horrible movie and they're just killing fuckers and it's just fucking gnarly but they would do cut scenes where they would do like all of a sudden like you see the boom mic come in oh fuck and then all of a sudden you see like the guy come in and, and, and this is all part of the movie it's all fluid it's all beautiful psychos in love is, is okay wonderfully produced and then all of a sudden like you see somebody come in and they're like squirting like you know corn syrup slash you know red dye number three that causes horrible illnesses probably now that was a very 80s myth yes, by the way but <laughs> but regardless you that's know. badass dude but psychos in love psychos in love psychos in love and um so that was something like my dad did my father did with me and what i did with my daughter because like i i wanted to introduce my daughter into horror and Ooh. i wanted to introduce my daughter into sci-fi without having um the knowledge that we do now where like oh you know like it could be it could be fragmented and it could be weird and it could be you know damaging like i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm uncover all these motherfucking bases because i'm a melinda like that's what i do so what i did was like i made sure that my daughter saw like okay we're gonna watch some bullshit you want to watch the shit like Ooh. we're gonna do the shit but i want you to see like okay look these are th this is the artistry behind it this is the green screen this is the uh, this is this is what happened right yeah yeah so like all of a sudden like when we watch these movies she could understand and interpret like yes not only is this this is a fun thing to watch but there is so much more behind like oh just the ooh, it's, it's scary it's spooky 
but appreciate the artistry behind it. Holy and, and, fuck. and so when I when I would take her to um, like you know like these like like Midsummer Night's Scream and everything like that, like it was it was more than just like oh my god. Orly, that shit is scary. Like it yeah. just turned into like, oh my god, like fuck, this is the motherfucker that actually produced the mask. This is the motherfucker like that 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 did you know the 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 scoring, the Ooh. music, and everything. And my daughter, who I am so ultimately proud of, like she she schools me on shit. Like she will she will come to me and she'll like she'll preach, and I'm like, oh, <gasps> proud mother mo- mummy moments. All right, all right, all right. So <laughs> now I know, we all know now, we can go to you for mama whore advice. Oh. All right, let's do Silence of the Lambs, dude. Obviously, oh, Fava God. and Chianti. I used to think that I was a sick fuck for being absolutely fucking wet for Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. I know that's your man, but I'm just saying, as a child, actually, it's him and Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, first of all, can Anthony Hopkins have been any hotter? And that goes into the fact that women, that Rick Creeper, here we go again, asked a question during the haunt season, or pre-haunt season, why do women love Michael Myers so much? He will kill you. Well, we're fully aware of that, but why do we love Hannibal Lecter? Because he can eat, he can cook, he's just seductive, he's still, he's unmoving. Okay. Damn, what, Fava and Chianti. Give me five minutes about your love. Five minutes? Well, because we only have a certain amount of time, and we got to talk about (laughs) hiding our eyes behind sex and the sexual creatures that we are now. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I don't even need to. I don't even need to. Like, basically, the synapses between, like, my love and um, certain horror icons, like, okay, I got two horror icons where I'm just like, oh, my God, over the moon. Besides you, of course, my little puppy. But um, my goodness, with with his thing, I think that the biggest catch with my dearest is that number one, like we already know, he's he's um, he's very intentious about what, like he is. He's got pure intent on what he does. He's not maniacal. He's not he's not just a dick. He's very purposeful. He's very, very... He makes it artful and beautiful. But the thing, and if you read Harris's books, like, that's the thing, is that everything served a purpose. And not just in in a weird fucking, you know, weird twisted way. It was because it was the rude. Eat the rude is something that you always see. And um, me personally, like, I... um, is a is a big big sis for everyone in the fucking world like everybody that's ever been behind me with a fist fight or anything like that knows like i am always about i'm always about like protecting i hate bullies Ooh. i i i i just i hate i hate those kind of things so that resonated so deep and so hard with me so when when he would just do things like other than, okay the flutist thing okay because there was like okay okay the sensor, he was aggravated the sensor taker okay there was those things okay but, uh, because you bay i'm gonna let that just like but 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 okay i mean for the most part like he he was he was very much so in his like i am not down with assholes Ooh. and um 
I am not down with assholes. Like, wow, I yeah. didn't expect that. Yeah, no, I am not down with assholes. Like every fist fight, like I can't even think of a fist fight that I've ever been in where it was not for um, somebody else. Like I've never been, I, in all honesty, no, I've never been in a fist fight where it's never been for somebody else. When you were in that mode, did you think, eat the rude? No. No? I, no. No, in, in that mode, I when I was fist fighting mm -hmm. for anybody. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I remember, uh, I don't know. Sometimes when I gear up for an argument, even like with Drunken Sailor, I put quotes in my head. Yes. So that's what I'm asking. No. Do you ever go like, you're no. getting ready. You're like, oh, this shit's no. going down. <laughs> it's rude. Like. I, I, I wish that I had a mantra. Like, in all honesty, now for anything that ever. Get that tattooed across your back. Just, dude, I, I want to get the red the red dragon fucking tattoo shut the fuck dude, up you I, would do that isn't ralph fine sexy too though dude, like he's, he's such so a dick hot, he's such a dick in everything he does fucking voldemort dude oh, voldemort and the goblet dude. of fire dude damn sorry this is how we gobble this fire dude <laughs> 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 but <laughs> in all honesty like I, I have considered it, but I, 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 I do have a back piece that I'm, I'm, I'm saving for. Okay, get it across your, get it like a tram stamp. Eat the rude, and no. then across your, your groin, eat my satanic pussy. Oh, because eat my satanic, nobody, <laughs> I don't think everybody knows about eat my satanic pussy. Oh, tell that story real quick. Oh, me too. Yeah, it was your story, you oh. did it. And it's one of those moments where I'm going, God, I love, do you ever look at your partner, people, and you go, all these years down the line, you go, damn it, you just said something. I'm in love with you all over again. This bitch, every time I'm with her, says something. <laughs> At the Okay, so you tell the story. At the Women's March. Oh, my God. Which, before, 2020. Before I forget, because Veronica Gaines, dude, Veronica, bless your heart. She actually fucking said, like, we should make yes. And, um, dude, Veronica's a Do dude, it. She's fucking, dude, she's a badass fucking right? girl, dude. Badass bitch, thank you. Um, but so she watched that shit. But um, anyhow, so we went to the women's march, and the thing about the women's march is that this year it was um, is it is a very slow year. Yeah. But um, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It was it was all about the voice of of the woman. It was all about uh, the energy. And it always is. Yes, and it, it very much the ones so that is. show up, even when they don't, they don't have to show up to have that no. voice. But and, and you know it became almost it, tradition it, in a it, sense. It really did. And, and, and even though, <clears throat> like, no matter what, like, the energy, I, I feel like the collective energy mm -hmm. is always a beautiful thing. Um, it's always about intent. It's mm. always about intent. We all know that. I mean, you came community. with the pussy power sign. Oh, yeah. I, um, I gave up signs by the second March because I was like, okay, I'm done carrying it. And I just, ugh, I need to have free arms. I, I but we were, on, we were right there in the front. We were right there in the front. And we were, we were literally in the front. We were in the front. I can't remember what was happening. Oh, there was the dude with the loudspeaker, oh. the the psycho religious dudes that end yeah, up on Hollywood yeah, Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. So so basically, essentially, what happens is like you know, like Michelle and I, we work our way. Like, okay, we we're dude, we're we're all about this. Um, Chuck is an awesome man. Like, and he was there, 
and he's supporting us. We got we got Lady P, which is you know my daughter. And we got we got all the kids in tow. We got like um, we got we 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 got a little squad. Yeah, with us. A, 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 a very unconventional squad, but a squad nonetheless. And so um, we work our way up to what would be the front of the women's march, uh, where the actual banner is being mm-hmm. held where like all the newspapers are flashing lights and this is where we're going to be and um, so lo and behold as we're right there they actually gave freedom of speech a fuck to um, you know like I want to say like maybe 400 500 feet ahead of us yeah maybe more but to um, where the fuck wanted to be there so we got we got the um Essentially what I will call like the SoCal Westboro. That's exactly what I was going to say. Right. It's the SoCal yeah. Westboro. And, 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 and they're, they're, they're marching around with their bullshit. Talking their shit. And, um, you know, like I, I am all like I embrace, I, you know, like I will let you like, I, you know, you and I and, and everybody in their squad, like we can, we can embrace like all different religions. We do that. That's what we do. Like we, we have no judgment. We hold no judgment. Like do your shit, do your shit, like embrace it. Like whatever you do. But that's the thing. When you start talking shit in <laughs> and being a motherfucking asshole nuisance and stomping on my fucking dick, like then all of a sudden like shit gets live. So, and that's exactly what happened. So we're at the forefront. Like we're at that, like that part where it's like the ribbon cutting because we're about to <laughs> march for our motherfucking rights, for your motherfucking rights, for women's fucking rights, for your For babies, your mothers. For your, for your mothers, for your babies, for your grandbabies and everybody. And then we get these fucking, these ass fucking, oh. <laughs> Spewing their hateful. Yes. God, what did, I think one of the statements that, that triggered me, which I wouldn't let them trigger me because I know they're all full, just a bunch of dumb shits, but he said, look at your beautiful, stop aborting your black babies. If black lives matter, I, dude, I stop that. aborting your black babies. And that was her, a trigger. Her thought cloud. Ooh. I, I think everybody read her thought cloud at this point. I didn't have to say shit because, because this one here. And drunken sailor, but mostly you. Well, the Kill Bill theme was already fucking <laughs> resonating off of the fucking. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I was feeling. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> woo! But yeah, that. You shouted, "Eat my satanic pussy!" And I had that. I was on live <laughs> on Instagram, and I had like the most people I had on there, and legit. Everyone fucking lost their shit when you said that, dude. And they that's when make a t-shirt that was perfect. That was this, that was that. Um, and it just goes to show that that's the model of being, you know, as a Satanist is freedom to rebel. Yes. And we are the rebels. We already are. Uh, you know, we are the free thinkers. We are the ones that question everything. Therefore, to say "eat my satanic pussy" to me says, "Eat my freedom, bitch." Yeah. And if you want to eat it, have at it. It tastes good. Like, yeah. have at it. Do you ever think about guys like those guys that were sitting there with the microphone? 
how often they don't get laid. Ooh, and if they do, how boring would it be? Uh, right? Uh, do you ever do you follow Wendy's Wonders Why? <laughs> she posted something I think today that said um, marriage is for or sex is for marriage between a man and a woman, and not a couple yes. or not an unmarried yes. couple. And somebody that. said, "Show me the marriage license." And that's the beauty about Satanism is like, let me question. If you were question anything, you were a Satanist, and it's not a devil horn thing. Yeah. It's just freedom. And it's it, freedom. It is. And, you know. And not everyone's okay with freedom, but you set some pussies free that day. Oh, oh fuck yeah, I did. Even a little girl. Remember the little girl to, oh, that yeah. wanted your sign? Yeah, that's where I gifted my pussy power sign. Mm -hmm. Like, I made a. Um, it was so cute. It, it was very cute, like, <laughs> because it was close to Valentine's Day. So yeah, I had yeah. almost like a Valentine's Day heart. And it said, you know, like, very, very boldly, pussy power. And it had little little fringes and everything. And um, so this is when I, like, walked away from y'all and uh, went to go, like, smoke cigarette or whatever. And I walk up these stairs, and I see this, this there's this little girl and her mom. And she's just like, Mom, look. And, and, and she, she's pointing at my sign. And I think, oh my God, this is that. How cute is that? Ooh. And I go and I smoke my cigarette, and I'm like, Linda, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I do that too. Like, like oh wait, I should come out. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this little mama, this little look at little mama, like Ooh. a little goddess. Like, she actually pointed to that, and she was like, I don't know, maybe six, seven, six or seven, like, in kindergarten. Age. And she was a baby, and 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 then um. And then when I walked down, like, I didn't say anything, but I walked down, I'm holding my sign, because, like, I had been trumping my shit, like, dude, just, like, fucking live, like, on Front Street. And, um, and then she, she looks at her mom, and she points again, she goes, look, mommy, pussy power. And I'm like, motherfucking girl, that's dude. And, and that's where I was like, uh, and, and I gifted her my sign, because I was like, oh, my God, like, it's those small things, like. It's those small things, like yeah. you know, when 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 you're a kid, it's those little little itty bitty moments, like really that open up a whole lot, a whole of, portal um, of freedom, yes. and thought process. And that's the thing about, um, you know, kind of going back before we end, going back to watching sex scenes through the little peepholes, <laughs> turned us into the sexual goddesses yes. that we are now. Mandy and I were talking on the last Moon Cycle episode about the fact that the women in the Spooky Squad. And women in the whore community, oh, period, yes. are very open about oh, our sexuality. Oh, we are yes. horny. We are comfortable with our bodies. Oh, yes. We are comfortable with sex. We don't yeah. find it offensive. We don't find oh, it no. disgusting. We find it beautiful. Enjoy. And we openly show it. And that's the thing what I love about you is that, you know, you get, you're a beautiful fucking woman. Like, yeah. everyone that crosses your path is like, <laughs> you know, like, everyone adores you. But the thing is, you're not a bitch about it either. Like, you're like, okay, here's this. Um, I, I can't give an example because everyone you come across, you're just, you make them beautiful when you come. It's like you have this cloud and you make them beautiful, but you're not a dick when you get a guy. And I, I think guys respect you too. They don't come at you with some bullshit like, enough, hey, do you want do. a dick pic? I know. I am so surprised by that. Because you were saying you don't get dick pics no, very often, and I, I think I don't. You, you get. And this is not a fucking challenge because I don't even do it. it. Don't even go there. No, I think they know. I, I, I mean, they just sense it. But you can make a man who is insecure and 
you know, unsure of himself, feel like a fucking king with one sixty seconds of your time. And that's the beauty about Faba. And that's the beauty about being an openly sexual woman. Yes. And that's what I love. Like, I look up to you. Yes, even though you're a month older than me, I'm like, oh. We have so many stories. I feel like this might be a longer episode. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Oh. <laughs> but We have way, a decision to make. I know. Uh, we weren't finished. We decided. We didn't get into the meat of Linda... <laughs> And Linda's side that everyone loves and is so curious about. You're such a leader. You're such a teacher. So we have our props on the table. Let's talk about the Linda that everyone knows about or doesn't know about. There was a quote that you put on your stories today that said, <laughs> it said, um, I heard about you. And the response was, believe all that shit. So, Linda, Fava, and I, is Fava a name that you use in the bedroom? Um, Fava is not a name that I use in the bedroom. Good. I wish that it would be, and in all honesty, from this point forward, if you would like it to be, and if you would ever be so indulged, maybe I can make an exception to the rule. But let's just say that no. I do not use that name in my boudoir. I generally have um, a top name, although... Can you explain to probably a lot of... <laughs> I was looking at your live last night <laughs> and, and the people that were in there, which is your, t your friends, yes. the people that love you. I mean, everyone loves you. Thank and you. There, was some, there was some fellers in there. <laughs> And I, I, I befriended a few of them, but most of them, I don't feel would know what a top is or prove me wrong. But can you explain to our five watchers of powerful women, hopefully, and pervs, what is a top? Okay, so when it comes down to the BDSM community, when, when you refer to a a top or a dom or a dom with double m's or e's uh, that would be somebody that you definitely want to pay attention to mm -hmm. you would give your utmost respect to when you when you are a top or you're a dom that's something that's pre it's already a preconceived thing you go into that that energy and to that relationship knowing that this person is going to be all and all. Uh, that is somebody that will take control and also in the most respectful manner make sure that every need is met. Damn. And when every need is met, know you, my dear, let's say, I'll be the example. And as a matter of fact, should we, we should. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's happening again. So let's say I was to do something like this. And, and a collaring thing, it, there is a very big thing about collaring. That's going to be a whole new thing. But let's just say my Michelle, as a, 
you would be keeping my good little girl. And as a consideration color, I just put this on you. Let's say we go into this knowing that you are going to do certain things in your life. Certain things? Whatever is predetermined in your mind. Is this typically planned? This is always planned. And that's the beauty about the community. Is that... Um, it just a good little girl. She just already knows. So, now this is something that is already... This is something that is a, a beautiful, fluid relationship. Mm -hmm. That is the respect between a, a, a dom and a sub. Is that... You always know that there is something that everyone is all on board about. What, what are your desires and what are your limits? What do you want? What is it that you are seeking? If you just wanna, you just wanna be bottomed and you don't want spanking, you don't want blood sports, you don't want, you know, like whatever it is, like, we d we determine that before we seen. Oh. We do everything. Everything is always planned out, and that is the beauty. And as a proper dom, you always want to make sure that you have your bottom's best interest at heart. You always want to make sure you want to always you want to protect. You're always wearing pants. You're always top dog, alpha. Fuck yeah. Female or male. But that is the beauty and that is the dance. And that's the beauty and the dance of um, whatever you do is that everybody is happy and that there is, there's, there's, a, there's a subtle nuance that comes in and you navigate the ship. Fuck. So you have to make sure. Because you're the captain, you're the leader. Yeah. You're the mom, in a sense. You are definitely the mom, but you're the mom-dom. Mom-dom. <laughs> How hot is that? <laughs> but that's the thing, is that, you know, a lot of people, when they have a sense of, or, or they want to wear the pants, or the belt, or the daddy collar, so to speak, is that all of a sudden, it just becomes about power. It's not, it's not about that exchange. And that's the thing, there is a very beautiful nuance. There's a dance that happens, an exchange, a, a, a power exchange. And it is a very beautiful thing that happens. And you will always respect that if you are a respectful and, and proper dom, is that you, you wanna make sure that no matter what, your your bottom is protected. Your bottom feels very, very well protected, especially if you make them fly. You want to make sure that they know that they are protected, that they are fucking loved, that there is aftercare. It's not just about like, oh, like let me just go in and just fucking like just be and, and annihilate this person no, and leave. No, it's fucking easy. That that's what we call abuse. That, that that is that is fucking that is caveman tactics. That's Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> you know, oh, that's Trump. Dude. That's that. Yes, that's I don't that. think people 
differentiate yeah. between doms and people yeah. that are just pieces of shit like yeah. that. Yeah. But a dom will take care of. They don't understand that needs are met by yes. the top. There or the dom. There is a there. Okay, so to me, what I have what I have found is that there is a very very powerful thing that happens between um, both the bottom and the top. Um, the the bottom essentially. And what I have found is the bottom is controlling a lot of mm -hmm. things because before you see, before you do anything, like you essentially know, okay, the bottom is the one saying like, this is what I want. This is, this is what I, what I like, what I need. The top may control everything during the scene, but the bottom, they've got a lot of fucking power. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of fucking power. Uh, because they're they're laying out the ground rules as long as it's a healthy healthy scene, um, so. Yeah. And this is what I love. You can dig deep into this now. Let's talk about sexuality as a youngin. Mm -hmm. You obviously weren't born with a crop in your hand. <laughs> when did you decide, or when did you go? Okay, this is what I'm about. What experiences that stand out to you yeah. that made you go okay this is who I am and this is how it's gonna be so I'm gonna be honest like uh, before I was even sexually active like in that kind of sense um, I, I when I was in my party cruise and I was doing my thing and I was just like a, a fun little party girl as a teenager like I was still very um, I was still very sexually aggressive um, and very much so fluid as I am now. I didn't recognize that beforehand, but I do now. So, you know, party girl, party crew Linda mm -hmm. was like always the one that was like, you know, like dom girl, like in the back that was like, you know, with our, you know, with our fucking hardcore industrial music or trance music or whatever and I was always the one that was just grinding the back and just like with my like Harley Davidson boots just stomping the back <laughs> pretending I had a dick and just like riding girls See? like you know like because like it, I had that that dumb thing like even before I was sexually active um I still I still always wanted to uh assert that and I I don't know. It was always a beautiful fucking energy, and I love that. Before even I was sexually active, it was something that you know maybe I was not born with a crop in my hand, but it was something that was always very so fluid to me. And um, you know now as I I grow older, I it, it, it again like fluidity, just like with my sexuality, like everybody knows, like I I am very open Ooh. sexually like I, I i love what i love and, I, and you're attracted, attracted to who you're attracted to yes. for example <laughs> about a year ago um i've always been attracted to i'm attracted to attraction um i'm attracted to beautiful people and i'm definitely attracted to the more obscure to the more um what is the word for it there's a word for it um <laughs> well, hot, no taboo, word. taboo. So I was watching um, Penny Dreadful a few years ago. Yes. And there was a scene between Reeve Carney and, was it Josh Hutchinson, not Josh Hutchinson, um, Josh Hartnett. 
so many Josh's, so many white boys. They're oh so gorgeous. God. They're I so beautiful. Red beards. And there was a scene where he, where Carney Reeves is playing um, Dorian Gray, and Josh Hartnett is playing whoever he's playing in Pen and Dreadful. He's a werewolf, and they get down. And this is me opening up, going, I'm sitting there watching this scene, and I'm going, this is the sexiest shit I have seen in my life. And these, what's hotter is that these are two straight men playing yes. this oh. role, which is even sexier to me. Yes. Because you know a lot of straight men are not comfortable yes. with playing the roles where women like us, were, we could be sisters, best friends, but we could probably still get down. Yeah. So yes. to see two straight men actually do that to me was just mind blowing and it was fucking sexy. Yes. So then it goes from, okay, so now I'm going to start watching gay porn. Now I'm going to go to that drag shows. Hole. Oh, that was my that rabbit hole. That was your rabbit hole. Reeve Carney and Josh Hartnett. Really? It was. Oh, so dude. then I started going to, or just checking out drag and I've always been attracted to gay men mm. because they are absolutely perfect. Oh. They're perfect men for us. We just can't have them, which is part of the appeal. We can't have them. Oh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's another, that's what I was going to bring up was <laughs> drag, drag queens are one of my new fetishes. Oh, and I'm like, mm. whoa, sorry. I am checking my Postmates because we're hungry up in here. Oh, so dying. it is out for delivery. There oh, we go. God. So. If my directors can go make sure our food gets delivered, <laughs> we have some Thai coming. Oh. Thai. Oh, yeah, we definitely got some Thai coming. So <laughs> that was my rabbit hole. So now it went to, okay, and I remember I'm telling Drunken Sailor, like, this is fucking hot, dude. I want to, drag queens are so sexy. And I'm yeah, at right. Hamburger Mary's, and I'm like, whoa, this is better than a fucking strip club Chippendales, right? Mm -hmm. So we, you and I were at a club again in January and you came across this, I, I'm afraid to approach oh. the hot fucking queens. Oh my God. And this is where, my this yummies. is where my open yummies. sexuality, it's, I wouldn't say we're just open sexually, we're attracted to who we're attracted to. It's so me, being... me, I'm still reserved. It, Ish, ish. Yeah, I'm. I'm I can't Pam. approach. I'm fuck. <laughs> I, I can't approach uh, Pam. Let's say, for example. Um, yeah. I mean, I could, but there's you. So. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will say all day, every day. Like I, I am. I am fucking Pan. I had no idea that I was Pan. Um, I just. In all honesty, because like I grew up in an age, like I'm 40, so, and you're 42, mm -hmm. so where there was no, you know, like you were basically, um, you were we bisexual, had three choices. You were, or you're straight, you're straight, or you're gay, you're gay, and and that it, it is what it is, and so it was always very conflicting and very weird to me because like as as a as a as a teenager, like I used to do um, fundraisers for for tea parties. Like mm -hmm. I would, I would, um, I would do a lot of sexual awareness things when I was a a teenager. Even though, like, there was still that that the whole like that machismo um, kind of weird thing. But I still, I I still kind of like set my feet forward and did and did my thing. But um. I did, like I did, and um, 
oh my god like I had no idea like I just thought like I was bisexual Ooh. at that point and um, but I had no idea like how many and, and this is the beauty about about now is that right? there's so many different um, facets to things because when I was doing what I was doing like when I was doing um, fundraising when I was a teenager and you know like as an early you were an activist early on oh fuck yeah, yeah dude. oh fuck yeah dude yeah yeah oh my god don't even get me started <laughs> but when but uh, upon my activism things I met some very sexy fly folk Ooh. and um, oh oh <laughs> so many sexy fly folk and um but I, I didn't understand. Like I Ooh. thought, like I, maybe I was just bisexual because this person identified as a woman, but was a man, but still was Priya, but wanted to be. Like it, there were, there wasn't as many facets, and that's the thing that I absolutely love about now is that there are so many many facets right but not like even fucking matters because i don't give a fuck well and that's the thing it's like is there th there's just names for it now yeah. to say okay yeah. if you put more statistical or standard society would say yeah. okay well if you put a label on it it's yeah. easier to understand it yeah but in all honesty like in all honesty it just is what it is in all honesty like we're I, just attracted to who I we're attracted to yeah. we, there, there's a fire hydrant outside I, 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 that I, looks when i am insatiable i'm like that fire hydrant is mine. That's a fucking... Yeah, so basically, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. So I go beyond fluid. <laughs> you know, we're, and this is where Mandy and I tapped into the last moon cycle. We were tapping into um, uh, necrophilia and can oh, females oh. be necrophiliacs? And we oh. we opened it up oh, to say, I, I can wait. you guys tell us? I actually found someone that actually... I'm oh. going to be speaking with, um, hopefully, in the next 24 hours or so. I think you um, DM'd me, by the way. Uh, who? We'll do that later. But we were tapping into <laughs> necrophilia. These are things that I'm going, okay, this is, this, that means you're a sick fucking person, Michelle. No, I want to know, can a, if, if, if a male can insert his hard penis into a va dead vagina, why couldn't a woman do it? But that just shows how fragile the male species is and what a creation they are aren't they like oh, we cannot man. live without our men but at the same time we're like what but the fuck is wrong with you we cannot live without our women as well and no women bad. make the world but not, are the embodiment of earth itself but so okay so so going back on on that uh, necrophilia conversation so when we talk about like just like going into that but when it comes to orgasm your orgasm can be reached in so many different fucking planes and so many different ways so even though like a, could a female reach like let's say her peak a oh, fu fuck yeah dude like how many women have reached their fucking peak just grinding on their partners leg whatever the fuck i mean there was a conversation that i had recently where or it was a meme that said and it was from a man and i get it okay because we need our men and it said how are y'all uh, gonna complain about <laughs> dick size when you females can grind on each other's pussy because that shit's delicious 
I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and that's what, well, of course it is. Yeah. But it does stand, it made me question, I'm going, see, that's how powerful women are, is we yeah. can get off, and yeah. we can get off on Dude, anything. I'm sorry, but pussy is there's nothing like it and it's, it's like duh no wonder why men crave it and it makes men absolutely batshit crazy and you know i get it i love my own pussy like holy shit like in all honesty that that is that is the beauty behind the divine feminine right it is not just between like okay the the sexuality but the power and, and there is so much momentum. There is so much movement and so much fucking energy. I was just going to say the energy. Oh That's God. why sex magic is oh, an important ritual. I was seeing my best, my best moon ritual involved in orgasm. Oh, damn. Who's calling you? I don't know. But take, a, take a gander at that. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I, I know we don't have a lot of time left, but I did. The one thing I had in my mind while you were on this podcast was I want you to spend a couple minutes talking about commands. Oh, Miguel like wants Mi to know. Miguel wants commands. He didn't oh. want to come over today to be your footstool, but oh. can I blame him? He's just scared. Oh, well. <laughs> He's not ready yet, Linda. That's all. Well, you know, that's the thing. <laughs> He'll come for Robbie, but. Let's do commands. Okay. So, you know, that that's so funny. But that's the beautiful thing is that even though he wants it. <laughs> we talked about this. Oh, They're so scared. <laughs> and it, it, it happens. It, it, it can be kind of intimidating, especially, you know, for the males. Like, like men are so... Their egos are oh, tremendous. Beautiful, beautiful things. But let's say you wanted to command a man that is on on the cusp. Like he doesn't even fucking know. Maybe he wants to frame you, but yeah. Well, direct these needs it. right to Miguel. Fuck you, Miguel. Sorry, Miguel. <laughs> oh, don't apologize. Fuck you, Miguel. No. I'm going to say sorry because we didn't have a, a mutual respect. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's the thing is that like. Him and I do. We're good. Y'all do. But in all honesty, like I, I, we didn't establish this. And as a true, as a true dom, like I would never, ever go into this without. But let's just say. How about you? Oh, fuck. <sighs> okay, fine. All right. So no, just say the commands. I'm not going to perform them. This isn't porn. Oh, honey. Okay, just vanilla ones. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if there's such a thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I mean, you have things out. Well, they're you. table props. I mean, I was like, what am I going to put on the table for Linda? <laughs> You know, Mandy and I had so much fun at the store. We just, oh shit. Oh my God. Oh shit. So I have to say, um, a bar gag. It was because of the hunt. I had to pick it so up. I have to say a bar gag versus a ball gag, especially a silicone is always fucking ideal. Reason being is because rope will always fuck up the fucking outer. It'll hurt. It, You'll make me the it joker. Will. It will. Even with when you do a ball gag, when you do a ball gag, 
no matter what the uh, the outer premise i don't care how small that fucking ball gag is eventually when you're just ah, 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 it will it will fucking wear <laughs> down dude so i i've got to say like the, this 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 little this little guy right here which is silicone sinful Bargate. Where'd you get this, babe? Uh, the toy box in Upland has been there for 3,000 years. It's a beautiful place. This, this is a good thing. This Sorry, is, I didn't wash this it. This is a beautiful thing. So I'm not going to put it in your mouth. Fuck, <laughs> dude. You are so unprepared for our shit. Dude. I didn't think you were going to open it. Uh, dude. <laughs> I was really hoping like I would fucking just get ready to see. Um, you so. have five minutes. Give me commands. All right. So, um, no, don't give me commands. Give Miguel commands. <laughs> you don't even have to fucking say anyways. But, my little baby girl. I am. <laughs> You're probably still my baby girl. It's right? not porn. Yes. Yes, mistress. Or yes, mommies. <laughs> but, um, like this guy. This is a good guy, right? Yeah. He was cheap, but he works. Work. It's the handler. Okay. Why does this work? Oh, you're asking me the question. Yes. Q&A. I don't want to say I'm scared. Okay. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> this, is <a> <laughs> this is a very good... I'm sweating. This is a very good thing to actually handle once you've prepped the area. Once you've prepped the area everything all nice and red and this right here can just prove many many lessons and plus it gives authority fuck how i remember <laughs> did i say that out loud oh i'm just kidding <laughs> so um that's that um this is a harness that harness. I kept going back to at the oh, shop. Okay, so. And look at all, it, to me, I'm thinking, oh, it has levels. <laughs> we have five, less than five minutes. No, this would be fun. Just think okay, of hog tying. So harness, this, this would be fun too. Um, damn, I'm horny, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so on go. that note. Goodbye. <laughs> Fuck you love you guys. <laughs> Happy moon cycle. I hope everyone's on their period. New moon. Oh, I'm sorry. The full moon is on Tuesday, April 7th. Whatever. Happy moon cycles. Everyone in quarantine, watch this episode and Google. Why is she so talking? Oh my God. Fuck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>